Fried chicken and beer has been banned on the beach to prevent COVID-19. And they've just connected Animal Crossing, the video game, to butt plugs. And with flights canceled, a man sailed the Atlantic to see his 90-year-old dad. These are the weird stories for Wednesday, and this is Weird AF News. My name is Jonesy, and actually, it's not Wednesday, it's Thursday. Hey, Mainstream News! Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Fried chicken and beer have been banned on the beach in order to prevent COVID-19. This is in Seoul, Korea. The article says, enjoying a glass of cold beer and fried chicken on the beach to cool off at night? (laughs) No, I'm not. Fried chicken doesn't really cool me off. It's not my go-to beach cool-off snack, I'm sorry to say. Maybe in Korea... Fried chicken on the beach is cooling. (laughs) I prefer something actually cooling on the beach to cool me off. Like, I don't know, perhaps a popsicle or a flavor ice or maybe uh, cool cucumbers with some chilled hummus. (laughs) Jonesy, cucumbers and hummus on the beach. Yeah, don't knock it till you try it, listeners. Fried chicken on the beach. That's not cooling. It's a terrible choice for a beach snack in my in my opinion. Uh, First of all. When you're holding a piece of fried chicken on the beach and then the wind blows a little bit of sand, as it often does on the beach, those little sand particles will stick to your fried chicken piece. And then you're going to eat that. You're going to put that in your mouth. This non-cooling snack, this hot piece of fried chicken in your greasy face on a hot beach day. No, not cooling at all. I don't know. Maybe in South Korea, this is a thing. Apparently, it's a favorite pursuit among many vacationers, it says, in South Korea. Unfortunately, these leisure breaks will disappear this year in order to prevent COVID-19. And while we're on the topic, I forgot to mention, I would love to have a cold glass of beer on the beach. But in the U.S., if you drink a cold glass of beer on the beach, someone will come up to you and write you a ticket. Unfortunately, this open container thing that we have going on here is just juvenile, by the way. It's juvenile. I should be able to have a cold beer on the damn beach. Okay. In Korea, they have this thing called the Ministry of Fisheries. Sounds like a lovely job. I work for the Ministry of Fisheries. Yeah, I just hang out at the beach and tell you what you can and cannot do. They issued a statement uh, that it has issued an administrative order to ban nighttime drinking and eating at 21 major beaches that have more than 300,000 visitors annually. The order will be enforced until beaches close down in August. This is specifically a nighttime drinking and eating order. Is this what's going on in South Korea? You just go to the beach at night and drink fried drink and eat fried chicken. It's a very strange activity. I like it. I like the idea. Um, Getting together on the beach at night to drink and eat. That just sounds lovely. But I'm going to I'm going to again, I'm not going to recommend fried chicken on the beach. I just can't get behind it. Uh, It says here, people can enjoy alcoholic beverages and food before sunset. Violators will be given a fine of 3 million won, which is $2,500. $2,500 fine? That's huge. That is a huge fine for eating chicken. Wow. Unbelievable. $2,500. I'm not eating chicken on the beach over there if that's what I got to pay for it. I mean, I guess if you're rich, you can be like, hey, guys, you guys want to come with me and eat some fried chicken on the beach tonight? Don't worry. I got your fines taken care of. Uh, this is strange, though, that it's just they're allowing you to still eat and drink during the day, just not at night. At night, it becomes a problem. People are still gathering during the day. You understand? It's like uh, COVID-19 
doesn't only spread at night. I mean, it's it's almost as though they believe that over there in South Korea. No, no one can gather during during the evening, but it's okay to gather during the day and drink a beer. The Ministry of Fisheries stressed that holiday goers should stop visiting crowded beaches and check tourist spots using an online indicator service. Ooh, they got an online indicator. A total of 15 beaches would regulate the permissible number of visitors for receiving reservations. South Korea, with three coastal lines, opens beaches in early July and shuts down in mid-August. That's not a very long beach season in South Korea. Um, you got a few weeks of beach. Oh, that's sad. Well, this is just another example of how we have to pivot in our lives. If you want fried chicken on the beach, you just got to shell out $2,500, apparently. What is your go-to beach snack? I'd love for you to call the show. <laughs> how did I pause? I pause sometimes. I must sound like Christopher Walken. What is your beach go-to snack? What do you like to eat on the beach? <laughs> I prefer cucumbers. In hummus, I don't know. You can call Weird AF News. <laughs> this is terrible, this Christopher Walken. The number is 646-450-2012. You can call. Use your phone. Animal Crossing and Butt Plugs. What's the connection? Two phenomena have emerged during the many months of quarantine and isolation that most of us are still subjected to. Lots of people are playing Animal Crossing. And lots of people are getting horny. Very horny. Dangerously horny. We suppose it was inevitable that these trends would merge into an unexpected hybrid form. And yet we're still a little surprised to bring you word that someone has figured out how to connect the game Animal Crossing to a butt plug. <laughs> I know. I, th- I thought this was not real. Apparently, it's real. What's Animal Crossing, Jonesy? Well, I'm I'm not too familiar with it. It is a game, a social simulation game, uh, categorized as a quote communication game. Uh, it's it's made by Nintendo. It is open ended, and players' characters can live a separate life with very little set plot or mandatory tasks. Um, I don't know what this game's about, to be honest with you. And I know adults are playing it, which probably leads to this uh, sort of butt plug activity, I'd imagine. <laughs> this blend of island getaway cartoon game and Nintendo-enabled ass play is thanks to the efforts of technological visionary and butt plug sex toy control project leader Kyle Machulis. How does the ass play slash Nintendo game work, Jonesy? We'd like to know. An action that makes the Switch's controllers vibrate is performed in-game, and the butt plug rumbles away, casting a fishing line and reeling it in, and chopping down a tree. Both send the butt plug some buzzing across the table. Uh, Am I saying this correctly? This is written very strangely. Actions within the video game, apparently, make the butt plug buzz. (laughs) But is the butt plug in the same room as you, or is this like a faraway butt plug that your lover has in their own isolation quarantine? Uh, Machulis, not content with this achievement alone, has been working on ways to turn the vibration function into a multiplayer game as well. Oh boy. What are we looking at here? Nintendo butt plug orgies? 
The article describes how the best solution implemented thus far is for another online player to set a pitfall trap on an island, which lets someone else fall down. And it sets off wild, hard haptics in the game as you flail around in the dirty hole. As best we can tell, there's nothing funny about the specific wording of that last sentence. <laughs> okay, they're they're cracking jokes here. Uh, I mean, it's a kind of a confusing article. And al unless you're familiar with how to play this game, I guess I can't imagine exactly how it works. But I get, I get the gist of it. Uh, you know, we're living in a world where you can Bluetooth to sex toys and control them from, from afar. So I just assume they've made that possible within a video game, which is crazy. Um, but not beyond, you know, what I would normally expect. It seems to me like humanity uses its technology for two things, first and foremost. It's to make videos of pets and to somehow make porn, <laughs> like, or link it to porn or make it pornographic some way. We attach it to pets and sex. That seems to be what's going on with all of our technologies in the beginning. That's what we use it for. And then it goes on to fulfill other functional needs in our in our lives. I'm just uh wondering what happens when uh when your kid starts playing you know the Animal Crossing game and it sets off your vibrator in the next room. I mean, <laughs> you're going to have some explaining to do, I'd imagine. Yay! With flights canceled during the pandemic, a man sailed the Atlantic to go see his 90-year-old father. This is such a great story. I loved it. After Argentina canceled all international flights, a 47-year-old man sailed across the Atlantic for 85 days in order to see his 90-year-old dad. Coronavirus couldn't keep this son away from his old pop. The New York Times reported that a 47-year-old man on an island off Portugal, sailed across the ocean, reaching his aging father in Argentina 85 days later. Juan Manuel Ballestero began his sea voyage in mid-March after Argentina canceled all international passenger flights due to the growing pandemic. He couldn't bear enduring the global crisis away from his family and his aging father, so he loaded his 29-foot sailboat with some canned tuna, fruit, and rice, and began his ocean journey from the small Portuguese island of Porto Santo. Uh, I want to know what else he had. What did he have to drink? What do you put on? It, it's rum, right? I guess the go-to sailing, uh, lengthy sailing drink is rum. Belastero is an experienced sailor from a seafaring family. There's not a lot of seafaring families any, anymore, sadly. Uh, Belastero bought his sailboat in 2017 with the goal of carrying out the advice an experienced fisherman had given him. Go see the world, my friend. And so he did during a pandemic. You know, maybe not the best time to be seeing the world, but certainly the best time to be isolated on your ship. I mean, why not? According to the media, the Portuguese authorities warned Balestero before the trip that he might not be able to return. And friends tried to talk him out of it, but to no avail. Ballestero was determined to see his father. Faith helped him overcome the challenges of loneliness, danger, hunger, and fuel, so fuel shortages. And it taught him, quote, lots of humility. Toward the end of his trip, after word of the voyage got out to the media, Ballestero created an Instagram account to document his adventure. And he has almost 14,000 followers. Wonderful pictures of his, of his boat. I've looked at it. It's, uh, the account is 
Skuanavega. S-K-U-A-N-A-V-E-G-A. If you guys would like to follow up and see some photos of this, this wonderful son who was on a mission. He reached his hometown on June 17th to much fanfare. But he had to wait 72 hours for his coronavirus test to come back negative before he was allowed to see his family. Ballesteros said after the adventure, What I lived is a dream. I love this man. What an inspiration. Despite everybody telling him, too dangerous, don't do it. Just wait to see your 90-year-old father. He says, hell no, I'm not waiting to see dad. I got this boat in 2017. What do you think it's made for? I'm sailing the seas. And pandemic be damned. I'm going to see dad. I love it. Although I admit, it makes me feel really guilty about not seeing my family right now. Like, I think to myself, ooh, I don't know about getting on a flight to Massachusetts just now. <laughs> yeah, no. I love you guys, but man, getting on a flight. I've seen the photos of these flights, and they're, they're just too crowded. I mean, there's one seat between you and the other person. That's not enough. I want the whole plane to myself before I feel comfortable. I'm sorry. I want a private plane. Anybody have a private plane that listens to Weird AF News? Please, could you send me to Massachusetts um, to see my folks? I just don't trust a plane. Recycled air right now during a virus? I can't do it. I can't do recycled air. It's scaring me. The idea is scaring me. Alone on a boat? I mean, that sounds a little bit safer, right? At least you're not with people. But then again, there's the whole dangers of the high seas, you know? There's the Loch Ness Monster you got to watch out for and all that other shit called weather. There's weather you got to watch out for. And besides, I can't sail from Los Angeles to Massachusetts. That's just insanity. And you know... The other thing about this story that I thought of is like, what was this guy thinking? He was told that he shouldn't see his dad. It was too dangerous. He's thinking, I don't know how much longer I have during a pandemic to see my dad. And that is just wonderful that he would take take that effort to, despite everything, go do it, you know, in a very dangerous 85 long day journey. I mean, unbelievable. Um, family members like this. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, 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 what's up, weirdos? Thanks for listening to Weird AF News and supporting the show. Please share it with a friend. I find that word of mouth is the best way to spread a podcast around. And Lord knows, Weird AF News deserves to be spread. Because mainstream news, as you know, boys and girls, and whatever else you might be, as far as an organism goes, well, we know mainstream news will just get you down. Weird AF News will pick you up. It'll perk you up. It'll bring a smile to your face. It might even make you chuckle sometimes. I am a comedian after all. I'm not saying I'm great. I'm just saying sometimes I'm enough. I want to give love to Owen Parkin, who wrote, Hello, Jonesy. Canadian Tire is actually a hardware and appliance store. Sells much more than just tires. Yes, someone else wrote me, Owen Parkin, to let me know that the Canadian Tire is a store that sells all sorts of things. What I'd like to know is why doesn't Canadian Tire just change the name of their damn store? It's quite confusing to call it a tire store when it sells, you know, for instance, beef jerky and uh, Mr. Potato Head. You know, just seems strange. And Owen is kind enough to inform me that uh, this is one of Canada's biggest and most popular stores. It's a tire store, but not just tires. Very strange. Um but thank you, Owen, for reaching out and listening to Weird AF News and emailing me, etc. You guys can email me as well, funnyjones at gmail.com, which is also my PayPal address if you'd like to buy me a beer. Pretty sweet. Uh, buy me a beer that I can 
drink on the beach in Korea. Hey! <laughs> or uh, well, you'll also have to send me $2,500 so I could pay that fine they're going to give me, apparently. <laughs> I am happy to say I got a nice review on Amazon by VK Hansen, who wrote five stars. Five stars, VK Hansen. Thank you. Wrote, I look forward to this podcast every day. Uh, the title of Jonesy's show is perfectly descriptive. It's weird. It's kind of naughty. It's news. It also brings a smile or a guffaw or two. Ooh, I brought a guffaw? Hmm. I'm very proud to bring guffaws um, into, you know, uh, and, and maybe some knee slapping as well. That's a big uh, it's a, it's a big compliment to give me. Uh, VK Hansen continues with this review. Um, yes, Jonesy rambles on tangents, but it's kind of his shtick. I just follow him down the rabbit hole, and eventually he emerges to finish his topic. And Florida Fridays are awesomeness. Thank you, VK Hansen. That is one of the best reviews I ever had. And uh, I love how you describe how I do. I go down the rabbit hole, but I come back, right? I finish my topic. That's sort of like what I do. And sometimes it's a challenge for me because I go on this rambling tangent and then I'm like, oh, shit, how do I get back to the topic? How do I put a button on it, you know? But, um, you know, doing this show for three years has uh, improved my my improv ability a little bit where um, as I'm going, I sort of in my brain try to figure out a way to bring it all back. And I'm getting better at that. I, <laughs> a little better anyways. Um, yes, I appreciate that, Hanson. That was great. Great description of the show. And it shows that you appreciate the difference uh, it, with Weird AF News. It's it's not your usual news show, which some people don't seem to understand. And they write me terrible reviews about it. <laughs> and it's like, you just don't get it. You, so thank you, VK Hanson. Uh, there's a couple more reviews, but I'm running long in this outro. So I'll save them for tomorrow. Uh, you guys can still leave reviews. It's so appreciative, especially because it offsets the bad reviews I get. Those single star reviews, which are just unacceptable. Unacceptable. I mean, after all, it is free. Give me two stars. It's free. I did it for you for free. Not for you, but I did it for free. Um, Amazon and what's the other one? Oh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Those, uh, aka iTunes, I suppose. Those are the best places to leave reviews. But you might be able to leave one on whatever podcast player that you're listening to. So, um, yeah, I'd appreciate that. Uh, lastly, lastly, last but not least, uh, yeah, weird, wild stuff. Jonesy's got a Patreon. Yes, it's a Patreon. It's a way to support the show. Yes, uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You get access to various extra weird things. Um, for instance, I usually suggest a couple times a month, I'll suggest something weird for you to check out and watch some some television show or movie or whatnot. I suggested a very strange anime yesterday that I'm a huge fan of now. I love it. I burned through this show in like two days. It was like unbelievable. Jones, are you listen to anime? Aren't you too old for that? No, no, no. I'm not talking about kitty anime, man. I'm talking about anime created for adults. Yeah. I'm talking about horror, weird, post-apocalyptic, dark shit with a little bit of humor. Uh, definitely for adults. And man, yeah, I love that stuff. In fact, if you guys enjoy dark TV shows, post-apocalyptic, please uh, recommend them to me because I'm into that. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com, as you know. Also, check out my Instagram, funnyjones at gmail.com, where um, I've been posting some stuff. Uh, uh, yesterday, I put up a funny video of me uh, huffing markers. Yeah, <laughs> Jonesy huffing markers. Yeah, that's right. Jonesy gets bored at work, and he huffs markers. And I made a funny video of it, so check it out on the Instagram, at funnyjones. And follow me. Stay in touch.
Keep listening to Weird AF News as you have been. And know, and know, my dear listeners and fans of Weird AF News, how much I appreciate you and appreciate your time. Uh, thank you, and I'll see you tomorrow. For the day that we've been waiting for, the episode that we've been waiting for, Florida Fridays. <laughs>